Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. In this week's episode, I'm joined by Sophie from our paid social team, and we're going to be talking about the importance of having a well-thought-through testing plan. So really hope you find this one useful and insightful, and it helps you improve your campaigns through the end of this year and into next year. If it does, please do come subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all your favorite podcast places, and let's crack on with the episode. All right, testing plans. Yep, testing plans. So what is the importance of having a testing plan? Why should you have a testing plan? What's your big thing about this topic? Because you're quite keen to talk about it, and I think it's so important. Yeah. What's your take? I think like testing testing plans at the moment are such a big part of what we're doing um especially yep. in the paid social team like more and more for all of our clients we're like pushing for them to test more for them to set up a testing plan whether that's for you know uh, q4 and black friday and christmas or whether that's for the new year um i think that there's so many unknowns now especially on facebook with yep. what's going to work and what's yep. not going to work and you know maybe six months ago what we had thought would be a safe bet is not the case anymore and so i think just more and more testing plans and just testing in general is one of the most important things you can do to like yep. ensure success for yep. your business definitely i think given where we are with meta ads yeah um it's so different to what it was and yeah you're right like what's working changes so rapidly that if you're not testing yeah you're just leave it all behind won't you like, yeah. or you'll get left behind yeah. immediately yeah definitely so when you when it comes to a testing plan though mm-hmm. so obviously like testing as a thing is really important yeah we're talking about testing plans yeah so what what do you think should go into a good thorough detailed testing plan well i, I think like? the the first things you've always got to look at are what are you trying to achieve? Like, what are you trying to learn? Are you trying to learn like what creative works best? Are you trying to learn about your audiences and like where you should be directing all your efforts? Are you maybe something as simple as CTAs or placements? What works best for you? Like it could be a huge variety of things you can test. So I think the first thing like to plan out is to say, what are we trying to learn? How much time do we have to learn? Like that's yeah, a huge that's part a of a testing plan. Like do we, you know, some of our clients, we have like testing plans per quarter. Some people, you know, some of our clients only have a couple of weeks, you know, a month yeah. to like to test. Yeah. It's all dependent. And so, you know, the first thing you think like, okay, I'm planning out this period of time. How long do we have? How yeah. much budget do we have to spend on testing? Yep. Yeah. Um, all really important things. But I think that the most important part of the testing plan is to come up with a structure and all of those things feed into that so once yep. you've got a structure you can build out around that okay and what should that structure be like are you talking about <clears throat> structuring out different things and elements to test or like what would you yeah. mean by structure by structure i mean like it could be anything from saying we have these are our 10 bits of creative we're going to test something as yep. simple as that 
all the way up to like you have a, a big spreadsheet full of, you know, first we're going to test this copy, then we're going to test this creative. This is how long we're going to test it for. This is the budget we're going to put towards it. You can get so granular or you could be very broad about it. Yep. But I think as long as you've got a plan yeah, and something, you've not just gone in and go, you know, with nothing like planned pre, yeah. like you <clears throat> haven't got an idea of what you're trying to achieve yeah um then that's where like testing can kind of go awry <laughs> i think yeah I think, and it can yeah. sort of lose grip on what you're trying to achieve yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely i think a big part of it is the is the act or, and discipline of doing it that's yeah. almost as important as what you've got in there yeah sometimes and it's being intentional with what you're doing isn't 100%. it and not just going oh yeah oh this week i'm gonna try a carousel yeah exactly like you've gone like right this format then that format then that format then that theme then that image then that headline then that and but you you've got a big list of things yeah and you're starting out with intention which is exactly what's needed a good example is for one of our clients we're working on at the moment they were struggling to find creative that worked in their lower funnels like for like mid funnel and retargeting and something we like planned out was to say okay let's have a plan to every two weeks we run a dynamic creative test Mm -hmm. we update the creative like maybe four five maybe new pieces of creative they're a client who has like a big bank of creative so obviously you couldn't do this if you were like a smaller yeah but luckily they have a huge bank of creative we say every two weeks we swap it out and that is strict you know on that two-week mark new creative goes in okay we find the top performers from that we pull those out and those go into our always on bau campaigns okay yeah but we've got to be really strict about that because if you say oh performance looks pretty good maybe we'll let it run another week oh cpas aren't that bad maybe we'll let it run another week and then it could just run on forever and ever and And ever you just stop testing and then you've and where's your plan yeah you've completely lost like the plan that you had set in place yeah it's so important to be strict with that because yep. otherwise you're yeah you just sort of lose grip on what you're on what you're trying to achieve yeah definitely. and i guess the that's i imagine slightly different to the main business as usual yeah account where you've got to be a bit flexible and that if something's yeah. working run with it yeah and, but this is about a yeah. rigid um structured yeah disciplined testing plan isn't yeah. it yeah the most important thing is i think and like there's always going to be exceptions to this rule of course there's always got to be like a small element of flexibility and of course with like always on with BAU there's a huge element of flexibility there with what is and isn't working but you've got to try (laughs) to stick to it as hard as it can be sometimes when you really think oh you know something's going really well or maybe something's not going really well like you've got to really try to stick to the plan because that's where you're going to in the end have a huge bank of results you can feed off of yep definitely and in terms of the results, what's your take on um, f- like forecasting or measuring or kind of setting out an expectation on your tests at the beginning? Like, yeah. are you saying, right, if we're going to test this creative against this creative, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want to have a, a difference of plus or minus X percent to yeah. determine what's successful. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm testing campaign budget optimization against ad set bu- budget optimization yeah i want to see this difference to determine a successful failure how much detail do you go into on that or is it literally just that one outperform that one move that one away move that one in 
Yeah. Like, what's your, I guess your, how do you set the expectations on what good looks like? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's a huge question, isn't it? Because yeah. that is it's so dependent. Just asked without giving you any yeah. pre-warning. Yeah. <laughs> that's so dependent, isn't it, on what your goals are, either your goals or your client's goals. Yeah. Um, it, it is really dependent on size of the business as well. Like, you know, some say you're working with a client who have a fairly limited budget, they have a fairly limited amount of creative, maybe they yep. don't, they're not a huge team yep. um, that you're working with and you can say, okay, we're running these two bits of creative against each other and yep. this one got a way better click-through rate. Maybe that's all we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. And then you go, that's what we're basing it off of. But uh-huh. say you're working with a huge budget, like maybe, you know, we say we're being super strict that it's got to have like a CPA lower than this it's got to have like this many conversions like otherwise you know you could say well that one outperformed that one but if neither of them are done great then there's a completely different there's a completely different dynamic there like you say this one got a you know higher click-through rate but you know you're looking for purchases and both of them have done mm, not great on the purchase maybe that's that's your learning there to say maybe neither of these were great maybe we test one of those against something else maybe we don't test either of those at all but you can always return to those things later, which yeah, I yeah. think was like my next point was about like recording stuff and making sure you're taking note of everything you learn. Yeah, yeah. I think that is the one of the biggest things, isn't it? Yeah. Because then then you're quantifying it. Yeah. And you've got a record of everything. Yeah. And you can look... Because so, um, so much of looking at performance metrics is about context within your account. Mm. And looking against the average of your account. Yeah. Which is why I think, okay, industry benchmarks are all well and good and it's great. Yeah. But what what does good look like in your ad account? Yeah, and exactly. It, it's probably different to the but it might be way better than the benchmark. Yeah. So that's yeah, just definitely. Such a big thing, and I think it? like when you're recording everything you know when you have a testing plan and part of your testing plan is to write you know make a record of what did work what didn't work yep not only are you you know you're making a bank of things that you can use you're making a bank of things like i said you can return to uh-huh. to try again because there's no reason why something that didn't work now might not work later yep. and that, that's a really important point of saying like there's no it's kind of like we said previously, this isn't always on, this isn't BAU, this is yeah. completely separate. So no, nothing is wasted, really. Yeah, yeah. Even bad results are results. Like, it tells you something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you've, you've, you've got a learning from that. Yep, um, don't so do that's, it again. So that's always valuable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so I think, like, that's why having a plan and having a structure is so important to your yep. testing plan. Yeah, and I think the results and having the structure against a very disciplined record of performance Mm. on those tests enables you to go back and build a business case further down the line yeah or kind of because it comes up all the time doesn't it like right here's here's mr client or mr boss or whoever here's what we need to do next because it does well yeah okay quantify that yeah and if you've got that experiment it's so important testing plan yeah to fall back on you go well actually yes because the CPA on these ads were X, which was on average 20% yeah. higher than all of these other ones. So that one works. Like, yeah. It's fact. Yeah, definitely. And I think like something like that can be as big as like informing what a business does in the future for, you know, yeah. not just, you know, paid social or paid search, but, you know, 
maybe of their business as a whole, it could be so important. Or it could be as simple as you going, hmm, you know, three months down the line, did we test that thing? Let's go back and have a look. (laughs) Yeah. Because it could be so easy to forget you know oh, yeah. and go did we do that did that work let's go and check like, yeah. and if you've got it written down you go oh yeah didn't work do we is it long enough time for us to try it again do we have a yeah. can we like adapt this make a different version yeah, you yeah. know it's all it's all really useful information and you know for a client it's invaluable like information for them as a business yeah definitely agree and it just guides everything doesn't mm. it and I, I honestly think that when you look at when you look at an ad account that's been run really well mm. versus one that's not been run so well, I think the biggest it's not about who used the most ad formats and do they know about this feature that it's often it's yeah. not about that. Often it's about the approach and it's about how structured were they with the approach, how intentional and well planned out were they with that approach. Yeah. And how disciplined were they when they were exactly like you said? Yeah. If we've got a testing plan that says every we run these tests for two weeks, you stick to it and you're strict, and you can see it, can't you, in an yeah. ad account? Whereas ones that have just been set up and they kind of float a little bit, and every now and again they yeah. might change stuff. That's the difference, I yeah. think. Maybe they started testing with the best intentions, and yeah maybe gave up a little bit too soon or you know they went oh it's not working it's you know it's let's just turn it off like I think that is such a mistake because you'll always learn something um and that's why you got to stick to the plan (laughs) yeah yeah. because the plan is there for a reason and you know when when you've come up with this collaboratively as a team with your client with the team your internal team yeah um I think you can always come up with a new thing to test. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. never ending, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. Never ending. One of the questions get asked a lot, mm. and you may wince when you hear the question. Mm. <laughs> um, you probably even know what it is. Um, but I'd love to hear your actual answer for it. So the, the question that gets asked a lot is, how long should we leave a test running for? Mm. How long until we know it's working or not working? Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. That is... That is the question, isn't it? It's the ultimate question. How long should we run it? How long to know when? Yep. Yes, it has worked. No, it hasn't worked. Yeah. And I think that goes back to some of the points we made previously, which what works is so dependent on your specific situation yeah. and your account. Yeah. So I think before you say how long do we run it, when do we turn it off, we say what are we trying to achieve? Like, yep. What is our benchmark? for what is good for us, what is amazing performance for us and what is like an absolute no for us. And then that will give you like, that then informs everything else. How long are we going to run it for? Okay, so we're looking at getting a massive amount of conversions. We want a huge like number. Well, that's going to completely change how long you're going to run something for. Yep. Or we've got, you know, we've got a hundred bits of creative to test. Fantastic. Yep. That's going to take a while to test them all yep. to, uh, you know, to get value out of them, not just swapping things out constantly. Yeah, yeah. On the flip side, you might only have a very small amount of things to test, a small budget to run, you know, yep. and then that's going to shorten your time span, isn't it? Because the lifespan of what you've got to test yeah. is is inevitably going to be shorter. Yep. Um, so I think there is no right or wrong length to test things. Yeah. 
And like, again, you know, we, we're, we're going on and on about being strict and structured and sticking to the plan. There's always going to be a small element of flexibility where yeah. if you set something live with the best intentions and it's got nothing, then that's obviously different. Yeah. Or it's flying and then, you, you know, go, well, let's move it, you know, yeah, yeah. let's maybe move it into our always on campaigns a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, there's always going to be a very small element of that. Yeah. But that's not always going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And budget as well. If you're spending more, you'll learn faster. Yeah. And, you know, if you're spending a very small amount of money, it might take a while to get to a point where you're yeah. statistically significant with yeah. your performance. And also the cost of the purchase or the, sorry, the value of the purchase. Mm. Like if you're looking at a CPA and your product is worth 800 pounds yeah. and it's not an impulse purchase, yeah. it's going to take a lot longer to learn mm. compared to a product that might sell for 40 pounds, yeah. 30 pounds, whatever. Yeah. But there's just so many. Yeah. And so often our, you know, clients we work with have such a sm- restriction on their budget that we can only spend this amount for the month, yeah. not just for always on, but also for testing. Yeah. And then maybe you've got to do things in small increments. Maybe we go, okay, we do a very small, you know, we do two weeks of testing yeah, yeah. this quarter or, yeah. you know, and, and then we do another two weeks next quarter yeah. to fit in with how it works for your client. Yeah. Um, if they don't have a, you know, thousands of pounds to throw at testing yeah then you've got to be a bit more strategic about things yep. and that's where like having a plan and saying okay the first two weeks of the month that's when we test stuff yep and then the first two weeks of the next month that's when we test stuff yep um and then you always know everyone knows where they are everyone yep. knows where that budget is going yep um and then that manages the expectations of everyone for how much you're going to get yeah, out yeah. of those tests definitely but it's having a plan yeah and having that plan before you dive in yes. is just the biggest thing, isn't it? A hundred percent. Having everyone agree on the plan. Agree on the everyone plan. Everyone very clear yeah. on what the plan is. Because so many times, you know, there can be miscommunication and people say, what's going on? <clears throat> this doesn't make any sense. That's when it's really important, again, to have it written down. Yep. Like, have a table, something yep. really basic. It doesn't have to be complicated, where you're yep. saying, this is when it goes live, this is when it ends, this is what we're looking to get, this is yep. what we're testing. And then everyone is on the same page. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Well, look, thanks so much. And I'm sure that's really useful for people who are maybe planning out their campaigns and testing plans for next year. So, yep. yeah, thank you, Sophie. Good as Amazing as always. Thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.